Welcome to My Road So Far, the enlightening podcast that takes you on a transformative journey through wellness. I'm your host, Roxanne, and it is my pleasure to guide you through the intricacies of mental, physical, and spiritual health. I'll be sharing the knowledge that I have obtained over the years as a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and now as a wellness coach, as well as sharing with you my personal journey to well-being, making this exploration all the more authentic and relatable. So let's uncover the secrets to a fulfilling and balanced life. Welcome back to the podcast, and we are on our fourth episode of the Wellness Goal Setting Series. This series is to help you set wellness goals that are achievable, sustainable, and aligned with whatever your wellness goals are. So far, we have dived into your why, have looked at motivation as an energy signature, and using the SMART goal setting method to set your goals. Today, we are going to go into the top five barriers keeping you from taking that step forward toward your goals. If at any time that you're listening to this series and you have any questions or you're needing some guidance about how to use these to really set your goals, to find your why and your reasoning behind your health and wellness goals, you can reach out to me on Instagram at myroadsofarwellness or email me at roxanne at myroadsofarwellness.com. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Barriers. These are the obstacles that are keeping us from moving forward, giving us that momentum to go ahead and start pursuing our goals. It happens to a lot of us when we start thinking about health and wellness and setting those goals and we make this plan to achieve these goals and we never take action. It all ends up staying this plan and this goal that's in our head and we never take that next step. What is holding us back? What is holding you back right now in this instance from taking action to reach your health and wellness goals? I am going to share with you today the top five barriers or obstacles that are holding you back And we are going to touch on ways to kind of reframe the barriers to make them work for you and help you to move forward. The first one we're going to go over is one that I've heard about time and time again as a personal trainer and as an intuitive wellness coach, and that is time. It is also something that I really had as a barrier when I was first starting my wellness journey as well. It was always, you know, I don't have enough time. There's not enough time in the day to do all the things I want to do in order to be healthier, whether it is to work out, meal prep. There are so many obstacles when it comes to time. You have a hard time getting up early in the morning to start doing stuff earlier in the day, or you stay up really late and you end up being tired the rest of the day. You don't get enough sleep, so you don't have enough energy. So there's not enough time to really get the quality sleep you need and get in everything you want to do in a day. You have work, you have kids, you have pets. There are numerous ways where we talk about how we don't have enough time to start the different steps in order for us to achieve our goals. So one of the popular ones that is talked about is 
working out, movement, not having enough time to get a workout or movement, extra movement within your day. One of the reasons why this kind of, we get stuck on the amount of time to do movement is because one, we are staying within this realm of you have to go to a gym and work out for like half an hour, an hour for it to be beneficial. And if you don't enjoy going to the gym and working out, this whole time thing is really going to be something that continues to hold you back from starting to move more. So one of the things to do is to find movement that you enjoy. It doesn't have to be you going to the gym and working out. So find movement that you enjoy doing, and that'll help you to get past that time constraint of, oh, I don't have enough time, or, you know, I have to go to the gym to do it. What if you enjoy just dancing around your house? That's movement right there. You can use that as a workout. Another one is meal prep. It takes so much time out of your day to meal prep and trying to figure out what day to use and everything else so that you can have like nutritious meals ready throughout the week is going to be another time constraint aspect. But the thing is, is you don't have to do your meal prep all in one day. You can do it over the course of a few days. If you decide you want to do it in one day, because that's what works in your schedule, but you don't like the fact that you're standing in the kitchen for two hours, break it up throughout the day. Work on the meal prep a little bit in the morning, a little in the afternoon, then a little in the evening, and then you're not feeling overwhelmed that you're doing all this stuff at one time. That's just a couple different ways that we can start reframing that you don't have enough time to incorporate more movement or to work on meal prepping so that you have more nutritious meals throughout the week. Another aspect of time that comes up is it takes too much time up from your day. And this could be, again, having to drive to the gym, do the workout, and then drive back. All that commuting, then the hour-long workout, and everything else. So it takes up too much time. And again, I would reverse back to, you know, finding the movement that you enjoy, incorporating things at home, and everything else to kind of help you with it takes up too much time. Another one that takes up too much time is when you're starting to do healthy habits, you're starting to build up these routines. And a lot of times we see a lot of, we hear a lot about having a morning and evening routine. And yes, these are important routines. An evening routine can really help you decompress for the day and help you to get quality sleep. Your morning routine can definitely help you get ready for the day so you feel less stressed as you start your day. Here's the key thing though, these morning and evening routines or really any routine that you start that has, that is aligned with helping you to live a healthier lifestyle are there to support you. So if a specific routine you see online doesn't work for you, that is okay. You don't have to do the routine that you see online. You can find one that works for you. And these these routines do not need to take half an hour, an hour long. A morning routine can simply be sitting with a cup of coffee or tea. And as you drink it, just setting your intentions for the day. It's already something you do in the morning, having a cup of coffee or tea and just adding a little bit, another layer to it to help get your day started. 
doesn't take up more time. It is just incorporated into something you already do. So the thought that building healthy routines takes up time, we can go ahead and start looking at them and see how they work for us and seeing what actually supports our system, our our body supports our mind and everything else as we're going throughout the day. And that will help you to find those routines that work best for you that don't take up a lot of time. Time is a big barrier that we use to hold ourselves back. And this kind of trickles into the next barrier that I'm going to talk about. And that is fear. Fear of failure is one of the ones that we're going to focus on, but fear in general is a lot of times what is holding us back, especially if it is something out of our comfort zone. It's something new that we're trying. And that's one of the reasons we use time a lot in holding ourselves back is because of that fear to go out of our comfort zone and to actually like attempt to do something new. But the big one we're going to talk about is the fear of failure. This fear is common in a lot of areas within our lives that holds us back. And in health and wellness, it's a big one as well. Because if you're going for a specific goal that you're really passionate about, and you're so worried that you're going to fail at it, or you're not going to succeed, and that fear just keeps you from doing it. Because if you don't take that step forward, then you don't have to worry about failing at reaching your goal. A lot of this is connected to past incidents that we've had with going for specific goals. The one that I'm going to touch on right now is a very common one, and that is the goal of losing weight or losing a specific amount of weight. We will go ahead and go for this goal. We lose the weight and then we gain it all back. We see that as a failure. So we now we have this fear of failure. So every time we're like, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and go for losing that weight again. We don't take that next step because we have that fear that we're going to fail again. Another one is when you start trying to eat healthier and you're wanting to eat more at home and eat more nutritious meals and not going out to eat anymore a lot of times we will just, we won't take that step forward of starting to meal prep and everything else, not just because of the lack of time, but the fear of, you know, not being able to cook the meal the right way or not tasting good. And that it's just easier to go out to eat. So you continue to go out to eat. That's another example of where this kind of can come in and how it's a barrier and what that looks like as a barrier. The best way to reframe this is to start looking at what you consider ways that you have failed in the past as a learning process. When we look at losing weight, you lost weight in the past, but then you gained it all back. Okay. So now you're viewing that as a failure. So that fear of failing that again is keeping you from moving forward. But let's look at that past of losing the weight and gaining back. What happened in between? What different things were, what different things, what were the reasons that you gained the weight back? Was it because you had 
been on a really strict diet and then you weren't anymore. And so you gained the weight back. Let's use that one as an example, because that is a very common one now because of all of the different diets and a lot of them are extremely restrictive. So when we stop the diet, a lot of times we gain all the weight back because we don't have all those restrictions anymore. Knowing that that was the reason why we gained all the weight back, how are we going to support ourselves in moving forward this time and losing the weight? Are you going to go back on an extremely restrictive diet? What are you going to do after you lose the weight though? Are you going to let go of the restrictive diet and just start eating the same way? Are you going to continue the restrictive diet? That's where you need to kind of have this process for when you succeed in your goals. If you have a fear of failure, learning from the past, bringing it forward to your new goals so that you can set yourself up for the best success possible. That is one way that you can really reframe this fear of failure that is your barrier or, and your obstacle from moving forward and gaining momentum in reaching your goals. The next barrier we're going to talk about is motivation. And this is a big one for a lot of people. Either they can't get started on their goal or they stop like, midway in their goal. And I did an entire episode on motivation because it is a big barrier for a lot of people. If you're wanting more details on the motivation and its energy signatures, definitely listen to that episode to get all the details because I'm not going to go as deep into motivation and the energy signatures because we are focusing on how it's a barrier. Motivation is an energy signature and we have three different levels. We have the high energy, the mid energy, and the low energy. And when we're in that high energy, it's go, go, go. We start the goals. We do all the planning. But the thing is, because we are on such a high energy, we end up overwhelming ourselves and we end up in the low energy and what we're needing is rest. But instead we're like, oh, I'm unmotivated. I can't do this. I'll never reach my goals. So this is where motivation becomes a barrier. So making sure that you're working with each energy signature so that you're not bulldozing your way through the energy and forcing yourself when you're in low energy or overwhelming yourself when they're in the high energy and really finding that balance with them is what's going to help you take that next step forward so that you don't, when you're in high energy, end up overwhelmed with all the different steps and not knowing which one to take first or starting off in low energy and feeling like you're just unmotivated when really it's not quite time to start your goals or you need to take those smaller steps towards your goals and doing and remembering that we need to start small when we are going towards a new habit or when we're trying to change how we do something. That is why motivation can be a barrier because we don't know how to manage those different energy levels. This next barrier is one that happens a lot to those who are trying something new. And when it comes to health and wellness, it always feels like we're trying something new with our goals because either the 
data has changed or the trend has changed or there's some new exercise equipment you don't know how to use. So not knowing where to start can be a barrier for a lot of people. The one thing that you want to do when you don't know where to start is to make sure that you do have a clear goal and it is very specific. Definitely, if you're needing help trying to really set your goal and make sure that it's specific and achievable, listen to the previous episode where we talk about the SMART goal setting method that'll really help you to get a very clear and specific goal. Now, if you do have a very clear goal, but don't know what the first step should be, start looking at where you're needing support or help and where you need to look to get that help from. It could be family members and having them help you with meal prepping or helping you do meal plans for the week. It can be encouragement you need from them. It's going to be a lot of communication when it comes to, you know, looking for the right support and talking to those you need help from. Another one could be friends, really connecting with your friends and telling them about your goal and what you're doing to achieve it. And then maybe doing something together, whether it's, you know, doing a walking group or something like that. And so that way you're doing something with somebody, but you're still going towards your specific goal. It can really help support you and get you going and started on your goals. Another one is community, joining an online support community for health and wellness. This can look so many different ways. There's so many that you can choose from. So really reading the description of the different groups, getting on the Facebook groups or Discord groups or wherever and starting to talk to people, get ideas from them. Um, Seeing, sharing your story will help somebody else along the way with reaching their goals and vice versa. There could be someone you really resonate with their story and they talk about how they took that first step, which helps you to take that next step too. And of course, hiring a coach is extremely helpful when you're starting a new health and wellness goal and you're not quite sure how to go about it. A coach can help to make sure that you're really clear on your goal and the steps that you need to take. It could be them explaining how to use equipment at a gym, what different, helping you find different movement that you enjoy doing so that you start moving more, helping you find a way to eat healthier without having to be on a restrictive diet. Coaches are extremely helpful and helping you find those different ways to proceed towards your goals that you may have not thought of before. If you don't know where to start and that is your barrier, find the support you need, ask for help, hire a coach, someone who's going to help you take that next step forward. The last barrier is probably the biggest one that we don't hear about a lot and it is your limiting beliefs. Biggest barrier is you. And the beliefs that you have about your journey and about health and wellness. Limiting beliefs are these ingrained thoughts or judgments about yourself or a situation that impose restrictions, barriers. 
this is one of the first things that I work with my clients on. In the first month of my one-on-one intuitive wellness coaching with my clients, we work on limiting beliefs, the beliefs that they have that are holding them back. With discovering these beliefs that they've imposed on themselves, they start looking at the truth of this belief. One of the ones that comes up a lot is food and the relationship with food, this belief that food is good or bad. Is food really good or bad? The truth of that is no. Our relationship with food and seeing it as good or bad is that belief that is holding us back. That if we don't eat the good food, then we're not going to be healthy. If we eat the bad food, then we're going to be unhealthy. That is a belief that is holding you back and something that you have to look at the truth of of this belief in order to work through it and then start building a healthier relationship with food. This is just one example of a belief that I worked with with my client to help them have a healthy relationship with food so that they started eating healthier and were able to see progress faster than they thought they would, faster than they did in the past with being able to help with starting to reverse their diabetes, type 2 diabetes. That is a limiting belief that held them back and kept them in this state of eating in a way that wasn't healthy or made them feel uncomfortable. All the barriers that we have talked about prior to limiting belief are associated with this. They are basically like branches off of limiting beliefs because we have a belief about time. We have a belief about motivation. We have a belief about failure and we have a belief that we don't know where to start. A lot of times it's just that we don't know how to ask for help with that one. But anyways, I digress. One belief that comes into this that also keeps us from achieving our goals is that once you achieve your goals, you will not be able to sustain them because you didn't in the past, which we talked about a little bit with the fear of failure. If this is something that you believe, write down why you believe that you could not sustain results in the past. And what is the truth behind them? Sometimes you weren't taught how to sustain your results or you didn't know how to. This again would be another really good example of using a very restrictive diet and you lost a whole bunch of weight, but as soon as you stopped the diet, you gained the weight back. You weren't taught how to sustain those results, how to add things back in. And one of the big things when it comes to reaching your goals and sustaining them is having that support. Support in your health and wellness journey can be the game changer. It can help you move past these limiting beliefs. It can help you to get started, help you with the motivation. There are just so many different things that it can help you with when you have support on your journey. You are the one that's holding yourself back with all these beliefs that you don't have the time, 
that fear of failure, the belief that you have to be motivated constantly, like high motivation to achieve your goals, that you don't, you don't know where to start. And just the beliefs that it has to be done a specific way in order to be successful in achieving your goals and sustaining them. As a quick recap, the five barriers that are holding you back that we talked about today was time, fear of failure, motivation, you don't know where to start, and limiting beliefs. Take some time after listening to this episode to journal about these different barriers and others that you believe that may be holding you back. What kind of support do you need to help you take that next step or work through these limiting beliefs that you may have? Make sure you are clear and specific on the goal that you want to achieve achieve in your health and wellness. If you're still not clear on that, check out the previous episode to help you set your wellness goals. Listen to the why episode to find your reasoning to have that aspect to go back to when you are in the low motivation energy level. Listen to the episode about motivation and looking at it as an energy signature to help balance your motivation in a healthier way. If support is what you are needing on your wellness journey to ensure you achieve all your goals in 2024, one-on-one intuitive wellness coaching could be the right fit for you. To learn more or ask questions, go to the link in the show notes. It is bit.ly slash wellness coaching application. Fill out the application that gets you onto a free call with me to find out if intuitive wellness coaching is the right fit for you. I have a special offer for my podcast listeners right now as well. In the last question of the form, make sure that you type podcast and you will receive a special discount on whichever program you choose to start. Now that we've talked about some of the barriers that are holding you back, it is time to move forward. The wellness goal setting series continues next time with moving forward, bringing awareness to your goals, setting your intentions, taking that first step and the support that you need in order to reach your health and wellness goals. If you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram at MyRoadSoFarWellness or email me at Roxanne at MyRoadSoFarWellness.com. All of the links and information to get a hold of me is in the show notes. Have a wonderful day and see you next time. Thank you for joining me on My Road So Far podcast. Remember, wellness is a continuous journey, not a destination. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. If you're ready to take the next step on your wellness journey, message or email me today about my one-on-one wellness coaching. Until next time, keep nurturing your mind, honoring your body, and embracing the wonder of your spirit. This is Roxanne signing off.